Good day or good evening or happy afternoon, whatever time it may be in your location. Happy Monday is Jasmine Elizabeth. Thank you so much for joining me for the Jazz Jewel of the Week. Um, I am accompanied by my guest, Miss Jaya Elizabeth. So if you hear any baby tunes in the background, she's just giving you a little bit of her mind and her thoughts. I'd like to thank you so much for joining me on whatever platform you are using, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, your Apple Watch, Buzzsprout, Facebook, wherever and however you chime in and connect with us, it is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for every download, every subscription, every review, comment, text, email. It's all needed and it's all necessary. Um, the reason why I ask for you guys to send reviews and to subscribe every week is because it helps the i um, the podcast to be searchable on iTunes and it helps the podcast to be searchable um, on Spotify and on different platforms. So if you just be so kind to continue to subscribe and to leave reviews, that would help to get the word out at a much faster pace. And for that, I am grateful. Again, it's Jasmine Elizabeth. Um, it is the week of June 29th, 2020. Yay, yay, yay. We are in the second week of summer, about the fourth month of COVID 2019, 400 years of racial oppression, and everything is just coming to a halt. And we are privileged enough to be alive to witness history in yeah. the making. Um, so Black History, Black Facts, gratefully this week, um, Governor Polis, uh, the governor of Colorado, assigned um, the attorney general, an outside prosecutor, to reopen the case of Elijah McClain. Elijah McClain was the young black boy, 23 years old, walking home in Aurora, Colorado. Someone called and said he looked suspicious because he had on a mask. Coincidence, we're all wearing masks these days. He had on a mask. The police pulled him over. The cops said he had the right to stop him because he looked suspicious. It went all down here from there. 23 years old, less than 150 pounds. He was killed by um, um, through being choked and through ketamine. Um, the EMT ambulance operator gave him enough ketamine for someone who was over 300 pounds, someone the size of a horse. Um, the DA, David Young, um, felt that the murder the murder, because that's what it was. The murder was justified and closed and closed the case. Um, we were um, in light of George Floyd and everything that has been happening. The protests across the nation has caused some momentum, and the case in Colorado um, has gotten has been re-highlighted and the case is now open. So we are looking for justice in this space. We are looking for yeah for the right actions to take place. So that is our black fact for this week. Um, an interesting random fact that I wanted to share with you guys, which will relate to the jewel and the focus for the next couple of weeks is that, um, did you know that 45% of all U.S. millionaires are women? That's major. Like 45% of all U.S. millionaires are women. And as of 2017, 
more than half a million women earned $100,000 or more in annual income. I am almost there and I am so grateful to God for that just because I have my job, my salary income, but then I also make sure that I have multiple streams of income so that I'm not just limited on my salary that comes from my job. But that's what I wanted to talk about this week and over the next couple of weeks. Um, The Jazz Jewels for this week is just getting back to the basics financially, uh, making sure that we're making the right choices with our money, um, using our money as a tool that would help us to gain the resources that we need, not utilizing our money as a God or something that we serve or we um, hustle or that we live for. Um, A lot of times people are driven by money and they end up unhappy and bitter and just not in a good place because they don't understand that money is a tool. It's not what's going to make you happy. It's not, it's just, it's just a tool. So, um, Over the next couple of weeks, I really want us to start having the conversations about how we're utilizing our money and how we're utilizing the tool. Are we creating um, generational curses for our children and those to come out after us? And when I say generational curses, I mean, will you be leaving your children debt? Will you be leaving your children um, mortgages that they can't afford to pay? Will you be leaving them in worse situations than what they came into this earth with? Or do you have savings and bonds and stocks and IRAs in place so that when you transition, your children will be okay? Or when they become an adult, um, they're starting in the black and not the red. Um, so This week, I want you guys to think about your money and how you are utilizing them. And I encourage you to look at your accounts, how you're holding your money. Um, Do you have a checkings account? Do you have a savings account? And do you have an emergency fund account? Um, The three things, three accounts that we definitely need to make sure that we have is one, an emergency savings account. And that's an account that you can have access to for any type of emergencies, anything, um, any uncovered medical expenses, anything that you want to purchase within the next two years. Um, But something that you have that will cover anything that was unexpected. Usually we say that your emergency account should have up to up to three months of your income, Um, three months of your income. So your first one is your emergency account and whatever you make for that month or for the year, your goal is you want to have three times that amount in your income. So I know that doesn't seem practical and that seems like a lot. So the first thing that I would do or encourage you is to set a goal to save $1,000. And allow that to be the start of your emergency savings account. Now, this is $1,000 that you're not going to touch for anything unless it's an emergency. It's not $1,000 to save towards a trip. It's not $1,000 for a shopping spree. It's $1,000 that you will have put up in the event that you have to go to the hospital or your car breaks down or something happens in your home. An emergency account for $1,000. So the goal, the focus for this week is how can you look at your finances and 
look at what you're spending, where you're wasting. I know this quarantine has me doing so much online shopping. I've spent so much money in Amazon while we've been shut in that it's crazy. And I'm pretty sure that some of the money that I've been spending at Amazon, um, I probably could have used it differently. Even though I have budgeted for shopping and things of that nature, I'm pretty sure I could have spent that money somewhere else. So what I'm asking us to do over this next week is track how you're spending your money. Are you wasting it or are you using it wisely? Do you have waste or do you have liquid income that you're blowing that you could be investing and getting a better return on? Um, Do you have income that you could be flipping or doing something totally different with? Are you living check to check, but still focused on clubbing and social activities? It's time for us to get our house in order. It's time for us to get our finances in order because wealth is a tool that has been used as a great divide. And it's totally up to us, the millennials, to start a new cycle, to start a new pattern for our children and those who are coming up after us. So let's begin to look at how you're spending. Our first goal is we're going to establish an account, a savings account, emergency savings account that has at least $1,000. The goal is for that emergency account to have three months of income, but we're going to start with 1000 So this week, pull out your tracker, pull out your um, budget, Pull out whatever app you need to use um, so you can start to see where your money is going. I use the app called Albert. Um, Albert is a financial app. And I also use some of Dave Ramsey's practices and principles. So I would encourage you to look up Dave Ramsey and to check out the Albert Savings app. And they both help you to figure out your money. Now, if this is um, novice or this is something that you totally already know and you're already doing, dope. I'm super, super happy and excited for you um, because in actuality, only one in three women are actually having this conversation about their money. And so if you are the one in three women, this week, I challenge you to have the conversation with someone else. Have the conversation with someone else about their money. Did they start in their red? Do they have a savings plan? Do they have a budget in place? And I know these are uncomfortable conversations, but these are necessary conversations that we have to start having in our community because this is the only way that we'll be able to address, to heal, and to change is by being uncomfortable having these uncomfortable conversations about our finances, about our mental health, about education, about family structure, and all of these things. So I encourage you and I affirm you to continue utilizing your voice. Continue having these hard, uncomfortable conversations, whether it's about race, privilege, money, education, position, It is up to us. It is our mandate to use our voice to create and be the change that we were called to be. And last week, I didn't end in our affirmation, but it's still the same affirmation that I've always had. And the affirmation is, I believe God is within me. 
I will not fail. I have everything I need to succeed. I believe God is within me. I will not fail. I have everything I need to succeed. So take this affirmation with you. Take this conversation with you. Look into Albert Savings app and look into Dave Ramsey. And let's start having these conversations about our finances so that we can start breaking generational circles, cycles, and bad habits. This is Jasmine Elizabeth. Thank you so much for joining me for the Jazz Jewel this week. And I will talk to you soon.